Welcome back to Unless You Ask with me, Kevin Chung. With me today is uh, economist, wedding planner, and new mother, Marine Sargisayan. Marine, welcome to the show. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to share my experience with you and for you to meet Anais online. Yes. We also have a special uh, third guest <laughs> or third person on the show uh, that I didn't introduce. Anais, welcome to the show. <laughs> she says hi. Okay, great. <laughs> so yes, um, Marine, for the people that uh, are listening that maybe don't know who you are, how would you uh, introduce yourself and how do you and I know each other? So... I guess I'm Marine and I am an economist, as you mentioned. I'm also a new mom and it has been beautiful 11 months and Kevin can see my facial expressions when I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And um, right now I work at um, a company that um, specializes in residential design and, and renovation. So I'm very much excited to be part of um, the research team there, um, Kevin and I, though, met when I was doing economic consulting back in 2013. And, and Kevin was one of my um, favorite people, I should say. And Anais is too, as you can tell. Uh, so we met at Edgeworth uh, while we were doing economic consulting, and it has been uh, a great place for me, at least, because uh, I made so many great friends there. And right now, Anais and I got a chance to be on one of those friends' podcasts, which is super creative. Never seen an economist doing so many cool and creative things before. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I, I have definitely uh, uh, not kept up with the economics the way that you have. So... Uh, <laughs> made made room for some some more uh creative things by removing some of those uh <laughs> supply and demand graphs from my brain yeah. uh but proud of you for keeping up with it i do i do miss it uh quite a bit so you know it's cool that you're uh you're still doing economic cool i was just gonna say that as long as you're using some of those data analytical skills i think you are still in touch with um yeah the data i think that's true the, the, the fun part of everything yes um, so, uh, it's clear that, uh, NAS is, is uh, a big part of your life, but not to get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, the point of, unless you ask was for me to kind of like get to know, uh, my friends and people that I've met and understand something that they're very interested in or just something that they've, uh, picked up during the pandemic. And so with that context in mind, what, what is your topic <laughs> for us today? Well, Kevin, with the pandemic, you know, I, I had planned to to learn so much and I eventually decided that um, the best hobby that I can have is to be a mom. So um, <laughs> I took many classes to learn how to be one. Then they, you know, they teach you and they make it sound as if, you know, once you pass the class, you know how to, to, to be a good mom or whatever <laughs> that definition is of a good mom. Um, so there is the feeding part, there is the sleeping part, and then the developmental part of like how your child should develop. So I took all of those classes, tried to pick, that, pick up those skills and, and turn them into hobbies. Um, 
So, but um, after the class, I was all by myself to implement that. So, so that part was a little bit tricky. There were no, there were no office hours for me to go to. Um, so I ended up just improvising a little bit. But it has been 11 months and no major incidences. So I think um, that was... You love to hear that. Um, yeah, there, I think that the pandemic was useful for me to, to, to yeah. gain some of those skills. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more than a hobby, Marina. You're, you're a mom. <laughs> this is a, it's a big deal. So we yes, yeah. we were here to talk about, uh, becoming a mom, motherhood, all those things, a topic that admittedly, I'm a little bit nervous to talk about because it's something that I obviously have very little experience with. <laughs> Although I was raised by a mother, so there's at least <laughs> Well, that. to be honest, it has been 11 months for me, but I'm nowhere close to being an expert in any of this. So if you, it's like it was second month when I learned what it meant to have a one month old. So I'm always behind a month. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, it's constant struggle for me as well. So, yes. Um, so you mentioned you took like a few classes to prepare, I guess, what, uh, what, but maybe besides those classes or including those, did you do ahead of time that, that made you feel like, okay, I'm ready? Or like, what did you do to kind of get ready? Yeah. So the truth is, you, you never come to that stage where you are, okay, yeah. I'm ready. But, but, uh, but what I tried to do is, because it was pandemic, you know, it was extra different um, in, in a way of, you know, um, doing the doctor's visits or, or, or preparing and um, even buying items for your, for your uh, child. So right. what I ended up doing is just kind of getting the, the, the must-haves, like in case there is some sort of incident or, you know, the CPR class, for example. I took that class just in case because I didn't know um, if I needed or when I would need it. Um, and then the, the regular items, like I, I, we went and got a car seat to be able to yeah. uh, 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 safely transfer her. Uh, but overall, it was, I think, a couple of weeks before she was born that I stopped doing any research because I realized how overwhelming it is. Because, yeah. well, first of all, there are so many different ways of parenting. And then without being a parent, it's really hard to figure out which one you are. So I just stopped doing research. I was like, okay, do I have her clothes? Yes. Do I have the items I need to, to you know, keep her warm or to keep her safe? Yes. Do I have support system, which is my husband, my parents, my siblings, you know, I, I had them and they were visiting um, to come and, and, and be with us. So uh, we had that. And then just the basics of like okay she has a bottle she has a pacifier if she needs yeah. one and th that was literally it and you know when people ask me uh what what is like how to prepare i really yeah. don't know i just did the bare minimum of what's <laughs> absolutely needed and did the rest i was like okay now i need this so let's go and find it yeah totally when uh i think like in my experience at least the impression I get is there's all oftentimes a lot of different like opinions and advice that come from either your family or like other moms or anything like that. And that can be helpful sometimes, but it also be like very stressful. So, uh, I don't know how much do you feel like you, uh, were able to get advice from other people? Like how much did you rely on, uh, on other moms? Yeah, well, you know, you say you don't know much about motherhood, but that's exactly what it was. Right. So, um, first of all, 
you feel like you kind of need everyone to help you out but at the same time mm -hmm. it's it was very important for me at least to figure out well which one of those are, will i be using first of all there is the generational gap right between me and my yeah. parents second of all it's 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 the society that we are growing up like i grew up in armenia and definitely the everything was different um mm -hmm. there uh, and then and then anais is growing up in california so i wanted i wanted to make sure that i am not blindly following everything that my parents found useful for themselves, but rather figure out well, what it is that I find is important to me and you know how to make sure that Anais is given um, the, uh, the kind of uh, opportunity to yeah. explore also to see like what works for her, you know? Um, so I did rely on many moms, like my mom to start with, you know, she, she has, she is and has been a big part of Anais's upbringing because, you know, she's my support system, um, helping out. Like she was there from day one and Anais and her, I always joke about it. I call them roomies, uh, because they used to even sleep in the same room when Anais was a newborn for me to get some rest so so you know um so i i i i i knowing knowing that my, that my, my mom was is there and in case something goes wrong i can rely on her uh, right. it was easier for me to be an independent parent in a way to make my own decisions and say you know i'm going to do this I know this is not what you would have done, yeah. but let me do that. And if it goes wrong, then I know you're there for, for, for me um, as a support. So mm -hmm. that's, that, that was very helpful. Um, uh, there yeah. were multiple friends of mine who already had kids that I constantly talked to. And, you know, um, a lot of times you just want to text them. And then when they tell you that they had a similar situation, it kind of gives you peace of mind instead of being, feeling that you're a constant failure and nothing works and you, your baby constantly cries. And, but yeah. when other parents or moms tell you that, oh, it's okay, it happened to me too, and, and it passes, right. I think it's a lot of comfort. So that yeah. has been super helpful for me. Totally. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, I uh, obviously, I am not a parent, but... Um, I was telling, um, Renee earlier that I, uh, am an uncle now, a new uncle. So, uh, some of the same that's amazing. Things, thank I think you. being an uncle is so much more fun than being a parent. <laughs> I'll be sure to send this episode to my brother. Yes, please yeah. do. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, I, no complaints so far. I mean, I'm having a blast. Uh, so yes. Um, yes, I, the next thing that I want to talk about is just uh, for you to tell me a little bit about your kid. Like, what what, uh, what does she like? What is she, uh, how has she evolved since, uh, you know, in the short amount of time that you've known each other? Um, I just yes, want to get to I would love Anise, to. our third guest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whose voice is nonstop. Yes. Yes. So I would love to. So, so Kevin, um, the day... Um, so I was very much looking forward to meet her. Um, you know, it has been a long journey, and with sure. the pandemic and all of that, I I was very ready to to finally meet her and you know get to know her. And um, 
And when she was born, uh, she was very alert baby. You know, she had her eyes wide open <laughs> and watching me almost like she was, uh, I don't know whether she was cautious or <laughs> just like, okay, I should be, I should make sure she's doing everything right. But she was very uh, alert. And, and, you know, from day one, I could tell she had facial expressions that were kind of guiding me that she's happy unhappy or you know whatever those feelings were i don't know how those works uh, work at at, the, at her age but yeah. it was really uh, i was able to understand her like what she wanted um, not always because she was crying <laughs> non-stop sometimes but, but most of the time to be yes fair. yeah not, <laughs> you know, not so different so, from uh, from any other person just <laughs> reading their facial expressions exactly understanding yes. what they're trying so to say I, Exactly, and I was trying my best, you know. It was almost like she was speaking a different language, but I made my made, made an effort of like watching her and learning from her as well to kind of take those cues that she's giving me to 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 help her to soothe her. Uh, so that so eventually, so over time, her alertness never went away. She was like always a very curious baby, and she still is. Like everywhere we go, she has to see, she has to listen, she has to watch, and yeah. she's very studious too. In a way of whatever I give her, she tries to examine it thoroughly. Yeah. So I really like um, that about her. It's it's really fun to watch her do that, <laughs> especially yeah. with more complicated objects, with where there's more to see. Um, and then, um, and, but she has been and is a very bad sleeper, but I do think that it, yes. And I do think that it, it is my fault because, um, based on the classes I took, (laughs) no, just kidding. (laughs) But you know, you have this thing where you are trying to just read what, what, what you want to read kind of a thing, you know, like it's guided, guided research type of thing where you are just, oh, let me find what I want to find. Um, and you can find anything on the internet that, you know, resonates with you. Right. So echoes whatever you feel. Um, so what I ended up doing, I failed to sleep train her in a way to help her suit herself. And instead I did that for her. So with that, what's happening right now, she's waking up and she expects me to go and comfort her and to go back to sleep, which is, um, at this point, not very, um, sustainable politically correct way yes not sustainable for sure and you know for me i think i really wanted her to be i want her to be an independent person yeah and that also means that she needs to fall asleep independently which she does not and i'm not complaining i'm saying it in the nicest way possible okay yes because she's listening to us yeah Uh, she's very alert aware that she's on the podcast she's like why are you talking about me like this it's going on a permanent record (laughs) i thought this is between you and i this is supposed to be like a flattering image of me for all the followers of course yes (laughs) yes and and you know but other than that I, i think um I, I, I think she's a joy to be around. I've never expected myself. It's, it's, it's so interesting. I'm almost like discovering myself as well because yeah. I, I never expected to um, have as much calmness and also, you know, strength to, to, to take care of a person with like, mm. you know, sleepless nights and, you know, with work and all of that. So um, it's, it's interesting to, to, to find out that, 
you know, this little person can bring so much joy and energy to you. Well, even when you are like super tired and are out of it and you really, really don't, don't want to do anything extra. But yeah. the, 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 the fact that you are caring, I'm caring for her is just gives me another, uh, another wave of energy to, 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 to keep going through the day. So, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I could totally see how it's like probably one of the most life-changing things that can happen to you. I, you mentioned earlier, like, you know, Anise takes a lot of interest in like little objects or any little thing that you like hand over to her. I, does that like change how you kind of look at things too? Like, like, do you ever think like, oh, what would, how, how is she going to react to this when like normally you would just like pass it by, like, cause it's just an ordinary object to you, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, Kevin, I think your, your questions are so spot on and yes, <laughs> it, it does. Like, you know, I, I, I get, I get like, you know, just, oh, so I would give her, um, so like, let's say spoons, right? I'll give her yeah. a small one and then a big one. And then <laughs> she, she, she would look at both and then try to fit them in her mouth and then, <laughs> And then the funny part is that she'll she'll make sure she holds the big one, but the small one she always can carry in her mouth. So when she's trying to um, go places with her limited ability to walk, yeah. she would she would always hold one of them in her mouth and the other one just like in her hand because it's yeah. just easier to move around. Which is so fascinating. I'm like, how does she know? You know, it's it, it's it's really interesting to watch her do things like that. And you know, yeah. um, sometimes when I see uh, a toy or just a regular object at home, I just give it to her and, and yeah, watch her. Just to see what what is she gonna? Yes, what is she gonna do with that one? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I um, I I experienced some of the same thing. My niece, at least, is very interested in phones because it's like clear that we all like are interested in the phone. So I don't know if that has happened yes. uh, to Anais, but. Uh, yeah, the, it's starting very young at this point um, with the smartphones, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I think screens are part of, and you know, working yeah. from home, right? Both my husband and I work from home. Both of us are in front of the laptop all the time. And she does see yeah. it. And some of us have two screens right. even, right? And it's really tricky to not show that right. to her. And then with the phones as well, I, I, I was joking with a friend how before kids would put their arm into their ear and go, yeah. hello. Now my child looks at the phone and goes, hello. Like, oh like a fake phone in front the of The FaceTime yeah. has killed it. Yeah. So, so now she's, uh, it's, it's, it's so interesting to see how they find, like whatever the adults use and whatever adults do is the most interesting to the kids as well. They want to make sure that they mimic you. They do exactly whatever it is that you are doing because otherwise they feel cheated that you are doing one thing but preaching yeah, something else. Right. That that's they're so observant, so it's like you can't really get away with uh, with anything like that. Like, oh, you, you can't have right. a phone. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like how how come yeah, you can't? What are you talking about? What's so special about you, mommy? Um, awesome. So yeah, uh, thank you for introducing Anais. I think um, for now, why don't we take a quick break and then we can come back and, and keep chatting about being a mom. Welcome back. Uh, we're back from the break. 
um yes during the break uh, marina relocated and we are in a, a toy filled couch so there's going to be all kinds of goodies for any's to play with while we're recording um so yes the next next thing i wanted to ask you about marina is uh related to something we talked about earlier but how do you uh how do you think like your social life has kind of changed after you've become a mom i know that it's been hard to be social just in general with the pandemic but have you been able to like connect with other parents differently? Has it like changed your kind of like your, uh, your social circle? Oh, so, um, not to sound, not to sound too depressing. No, just kidding. Just kidding. But, um, you know, it's, 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 it's very different. It's almost, um, it's about priorities, right? So right. you're trying to make sure that, you have social life, you have privacy and all of that. And, you know, have your own thing, like marinade time, right? I, yeah. I do want to hang out with my friends and um, do uh, things with my friends. But um, it has been a little bit tricky with Anais because, um, first of all, she goes to sleep at 7.30 or 7 or 7.30. So mm-hmm. after that, it's really hard for both of us just to get up and go somewhere um, yeah. because we don't have a, a live-in nanny um, right. So even if we did, um, it would be a little bit hard for me because I constantly have Anais in mind. Is she okay? Yeah. You know, is she awake? Do I, does she need me? Or So I think that part is a little bit overwhelming. Um, and then there is the second aspect where you try not to be too selfish and say, oh, does Anais also need friends? Because when she was mm-hmm. like three months, six months, you don't worry about it as much, but now nowadays that she's older and she kind of understands and she's able to play with other children as well yeah you kind of want her to have people her age around right because i do see her that you know she constantly sees adults and they all walk and talk and do things yeah. that she can't do <laughs> right and i think she finds it interesting to have um someone her age to be around or yeah. a, a, another kid um I was visiting a friend who has kids who are 10 and above. And, you know, even with those kids, it felt that she was playing in a different way than she does oh, yeah. with adults. So I think um, having her to, 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 you know, trying to help her to, to have those interactions also kind of become part of our social life. Right. Um, uh, and then... Um, and then, and then there's the other side of it where you have all your um, friends who do not have kids but yes. you really, really want to hang out with them. But then you feel that because you are with your child, it's not as interesting for them. You know, you mm. can spend an hour with me, get to know Anais, but then eventually you get bored, I think. <laughs> um, because, so, so not to say... I was I was that friend, you know, I Howard and I were married for five years and you know, we were hanging out with our friends. They all had kids and they were always making joke about like, Oh, are you enjoying our friend con- like children con- conversations? Which we weren't. You know, you enjoy them the first hour maybe, but after that it becomes redundant. I don't know, boring. Yeah, yeah. Um so that's why I'm trying not to uh, bore people but then again with the pandemic it has been tricky to see anyone anyway of course so what yeah. i do is i try when she's asleep i call a friend i, I you know yeah. um talk to her or him just socialize really quickly and i'm so glad that we did this podcast because i yeah. i told you earlier right this is my 
chance to 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 hang out with Kevin and talk to Kevin and <laughs> even though he's asking me a lot of questions I'll try to do the reverse when we are done with the podcast and get yeah. to know about his life as well <laughs> but you know this is uh, how much I can uh, just socialize and and and, and hang out yeah. with friends or catch up with friends yeah totally so so the reason I asked this is that I went to a uh, two-year-old's birthday party a couple weekends ago and it was like a whole oh, different scene. <laughs> no, it was, I, I had fun. Yeah. People, people there had the similar reaction. Yeah. The other parents were like, what are you doing here? It was the same day as the Euro cup final. So I was like, you, oh. what, why are you here? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, whatever, like, you know, it's still fun to hang out. And I, you know, I had a good time, but beyond that, like the parents there were really like, they had pretty much all. They, they had like more people attend their birthday party, this, you know, two year old's birthday party than I could probably get to attend like my own 29 year old birthday party, you know, <laughs> like they had like a whole huge group of people who all had kids like similar age. Yeah. So like a, a ton of parents like all connected. So it, it gave me a little bit of hope at least that like once you have a kid, it's not like you don't see adults anymore. It's like you just have a different kind of way of connecting to people basically because you, right. you meet other people with kids and like there's an immediate uh, kind of in to get to know them so yeah and you know the constant joke is that when parents um get together they always talk about kids right. but you know with a lot of my friends what we try to do is just kind of catch up like how is your child doing is she sleeping not sleeping or or you know what what are you feeding her or him you know like how are you type of thing and then we diverge we're like so what else you know yeah. <laughs> how is work what's what's going on and yeah and then it's it's it, it is a lot of effort to kind of make sure that you keep that conversation targeted in a way so that you don't go back <laughs> to just be talking about your kid because mm-hmm. it because they are part of your 24 7 life you know yeah. a lot of times we hear um kids are a full-time job well let me tell you that's not a full-time job right a full-time job is eight hours or yeah. you know um 20 hours if for you and yeah, i for at work. but 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 <laughs> this one is 24 yep. 7 you know um no so, overtime um, no comp days on that one <laughs> Oh, don't get me started on no pay type of a job, you know, that's, uh, but you know, it comes with all the positives in the world, you know, she has learned how to pretend to kiss me. So when I go on ice, would you give me a kiss? She just comes forward and puts her mouth on my cheek and that's her version of a kiss. But that thing just melts my heart and the entire day I just go smiling (laughs) and I can just cook for her I clean for her I do everything for her just because of that one kiss she gave me in the morning (laughs) she knows yeah she knows she knows uh what works I guess yeah totally she knows the way to Uh, my heart that one kiss makes all the difference yes (laughs) that's very funny um so uh you know many of the people listening to this my audience uh based on the information I have uh, is is relatively young or maybe like in that range that's probably about to become a parent uh, if that's something mm-hmm. they're interested in. So for the people out there who don't have kids who are uh, curious about like what what should I do to prepare like what what do I need uh, what do I need to know? Uh, do you have any advice for the the future uh, generations? <laughs> Yeah, you know that if you put it that way, no, no, just kidding. Um, so, you know, it's it's hard. Um, it's hard to give an advice, but I think yeah. because there are you know multiple things that work some people for some people and not for everyone. Definitely. But one thing that I 
do tell to my friends who are not who are who don't have kids or are not ready to have kids or are ready to have kids or think they're ready so i think what is what why i found the reason why i enjoy anais so much or being a mother so much is because i had her at the very right time you know mm. i was mentally ready my, my husband was ready you know we were kind of in a place where we were ready for this huge change and we made this decision to have her consciously it's like mm-hmm. it was it was a decision that we made together and we were very ready emotionally mm-hmm. and we we said that we kind of figured out that you know it's going to be hard but we didn't really realize how hard it's going to be right. but because it was the right time for us to have her we were able to manage the difficulties that come with becoming parents um and you know and now we're just enjoying it and you know if you ask me would you want like you know a lot of people tell me that now that you love Anais so much don't you wish you had her earlier mm. and i say no <laughs> yeah. because i wouldn't be able to enjoy her as much as i'm doing right now mm-hmm. and it's absolute truth like i'm being super honest when i say she was born at the very right time even mm-hmm. with the pandemic and all of mm-hmm. that both my husband and i were mentally ready and both of our families were in a place that we were confident that we have all the support that we need to 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 be able successful to be able to be successful parents yeah. and you know i'm not saying we are super successful <laughs> but we at least had that you know ground covered to yeah. potentially become ones <laughs> i think you're doing a good job I mean. <laughs> but yeah well, that, that's, a you, great, uh, that's a great that's a great uh, a great point and, and very good advice. So hopefully, you know, no matter what you end up actually doing to raise your child, at least uh, beforehand, you can think about like, am I emotionally ready? Um, right. So yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it for all my questions. So this brings us to our, our final segment of the, uh, of the podcast, which it sounds like you've listened to a few episodes. So you maybe know uh, how this works, but, uh, for, for you, Marine, uh, I didn't want to test your knowledge on anything. All I wanted to do was uh, see see how you thought. So this se- segment is called sure. the Court of Marine, and it's basically Ooh. you're presiding <laughs> over a judge. So with a 11 month old, uh, you can really control to some degree, kind of like what they can and can't do. But you know, as they get older, they're gonna start making decisions on their own. You're gonna have to make some tough calls about how you uh, how you discipline or or not discipline. So um, in this segment, basically, I'm going to give you a lot of hypothetical scenarios of what NAs might do, and you have to tell me uh, how you would respond. And you can also tell me, if you're interested, how your parents would have responded if you did this. Uh, sure. So, yes. Yeah. Did you have any questions before we begin? No, but I'm, I'm very um, scared right now. Oh, no, don't worry. These, these really will be not. fun. <laughs> and, I, but then... If I if I change the, my parenting style, I'll let you know so that you don't play this part for her, okay? So she doesn't have the right to be. Yes. Like, but you said to Kevin that you will allow me to do blah. Well, that's so the whole thing. when she's a teenager, please don't give this I'm, to her. I'm looking out for her when she's a teenager. So you could go on record this, saying this is fine, and then she can play it back to you and like prove you wrong. I'm on. And this is no, exactly. for, our, for our second guests. Uh, Benefit. And this is exactly why I think being an uncle is so much more fun <laughs> than being a parent. No consequences you can for just me. Just do whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
that's a good call out. So uh, maybe it's a little unfair, but uh, hopefully these are not things that will ever actually happen, or maybe some of them are, but it'll be it'll be fun. So don't don't worry too much. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm okay. excited. Let's go. We're entering the court. Uh, scenario number one. Uh, she says she's going to the library, but you find out she's actually going to a System of the Down concert. <laughs> what do you? What is your ruling? You know, as as much as I love. Did you pick it because they, they aren't army? Yeah. <laughs> no way. You're so mean. But uh, <laughs> first of all, very creative. Thank you. But um, there'll be some, such an outdated band for her to go. No, I'm just exactly. About but it's that. like they maybe are it's amazing. The I love tour. it. I love them too. No, I know. <laughs> so it's like, does that no, change think, the equation? <laughs> yeah. So 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 just to be honest, if she lies to me then I'll feel that I failed her at some point. You know, as soon as oh. there is a lie involved, then mm-hmm. I would think that as a mom, I did not do a good job. Wow. I know there'll be little lies here and there, but I do take it personally that, you know, I, I, I did not lie to my parents or I, you know, I, <laughs> I did things that this I didn't tell them. This is not a scenario them, that applies but, to you. But I did not, I did not, like, I did not say it, I, I don't know what it, why, but I, I would really feel uh, upset if she um, lies to me. And, you know, I wish I know how I would discipline her about that. But sure. it would mean it would be more for me to kind of figure out what it is that I did that uh, prompted this type of behavior. I know it's oh. a little bit serious and <laughs> we should yeah. probably go on this podcast. But for her to lie to me, I think I'll take it really personally and would feel upset that I, 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 I kind of failed as a mom to, wow. to though That's, I know that teenagers probably will lie to yeah. I, I don't know I don't think uh, that I'll you failed as a mom if this if this happens to be clear <laughs> okay <laughs> sometimes but I hope you just she doesn't don't want like your parents to, to know something about you <laughs> you just want something I for know, yourself no, for sure that's fair completely but still not want them to know that you went to the concert instead of the library but okay fair enough Yes. Yeah. You're like, why? It's you. You can't hear me anymore. What happened at the library? Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Scenario number two. And this one, uh, you'll you'll see. Uh, she throws away all her vegetables while she thinks you're not looking. <laughs> what is what is your <laughs> well, ruling? <laughs> she does that now. Okay. What she does, she hides it behind her, and then when I come back. She, she, she just like has her wide uh, eyes wide open and she stares at me. Then I know that she did that, right? Because her <laughs> facial expression gives it away because now I know that she did something that she thinks I wouldn't approve yes. because I always go, no, 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 when she does that. And she understands that now. And, and it's really funny to see her do that. So I'm really enjoying it. So sometimes I pretend I'm not watching because <laughs> when I see her like try to take a vegetable and then try to just like kind of put it behind her so i'm just like looking away and she does it really quickly when i'm not looking and then when i turn around she's just like staring at me and smiling <laughs> like okay so now let's bring it back and you try to eat it this time okay hide it in your mouth <laughs> that's pretty funny i love when she does that actually Got that, it. that's so interesting you, that so you, you let her that. yeah you let her get away with it but uh but not yeah, too much that's right. yeah <laughs> Well, we still try to put it in her mouth. But if she doesn't want to eat, then I don't force her. Yes. 
So yeah, I, uh, I'll just mention that while Marina and I were working together, I famously was not eating vegetables at the time. So uh, I just want everyone to know that <laughs> I was going to say, Kevin, is this something that you? <laughs> yeah, this this comes. <laughs> this specific example comes from personal experience. It went unchecked for 20, 25 years, and then this is. Uh, I had to eat salad and grow up at some point. Uh, anyway okay next scenario <coughs> yeah we're talking about you Anais <laughs> Anais next yes. scenario. I know I told him where you hide your vegetables it's okay right <laughs> yes. uh, the next scenario is uh, she gets a D on an economics test what, uh, what, what would Marina do or what, what, what's the ruling I think, I think that one is fine <laughs> Like, and she doesn't even have to there. take any concourse. <laughs> I didn't want to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Forgive. All is forgiven. What? Uh, <laughs> so far, I would say you're, you're being a pretty relaxed mom, which is good. Um, okay, next scenario. Um, she, brings homes a, she brings home a dog and wants to keep it. What is, what is your Oh ruling? my goodness, you had to ask that question. Yes, yes, I <laughs> this know. Is, why this you're is this is the real question, one that's going to set we, up for her future. Not, yeah, whatever you say now. Is gonna... <laughs> I don't think I want to answer this question, guys. Nice. <laughs> so, well, I hope at the time she's 18 and <laughs> she can find her own place. <laughs> Let's say that she's not eighteen. Yet. Oh, but she's you know, but you know you. when I when I um you know when I had her and then and then I was thinking about all the experiences that she's going to have and all the experiences that I'm going to facilitate for her to have. I realized that there will be some that I I personally am not like an experience that I personally am not comfortable with, but would love her for her to have. So um, mm. that said. I am hoping that eventually I will get to um, go get over my allergy um, and you know I'm sure there there is medication for that Kevin probably I know why you're asking this question probably. I, didn't, I didn't know that you're allergic oh you did not no, I didn't. so yes I am allergic Kevin okay. so, but um but I'll, I'll uh, hopefully I'll get over it and that but but I'll try to make sure that um she, if not through me through someone she's exposed to pets and is able to you know have a pet maybe not in my place but maybe at her grandparents maybe, yeah, maybe place somewhere you know else. <laughs> What a yeah! What a what a political answer. Yes, this this is consistent. Yes. I'm sure with what, what See, because, what's to come. Yes, because I because because I know there is a chance that she will hear this episode at some point, and I want to make sure. Yes. That I have the right answer. Of course. <laughs> Covering my hope, bases. Hopefully, unless you ask, survives long enough for her to uh, to use it against you a, a long like ten well, fifteen you know, year I, run. <laughs> I heard some of your episodes and I really like them. If oh, not thanks. anyone, then I will still keep, <laughs> Perfect. keep listening. I appreciate that. <laughs> what Amazing. is Kevin up to? Yes. Um, okay. We that brings us to our final uh, scenario, and this one, uh, you know, only a, a few listeners will understand the pain of. But uh, she asks to use your computer and accidentally deletes your exhibits. What is your ruling? Oh, no. <laughs> That one I cannot forgive or forget. <laughs> yes, for, for context. I love how you, 
Ex- all of our, my exhibits. Yes. Marina and you know I. Know how much time I spent on that? So much time. <laughs> Marina and I, when we worked together, we were uh, we spent a lot of time on exhibits for uh, big legal cases. That's that's what economic consulting uh, kind of consists of. But anyway, you spend so much time on these things. So for them to be deleted would be a huge tragic pain point. You probably have a lot of explaining to do to some bigger tech company or something. But yeah. Do you, what do you, how do you, how do you rule Marine? Oh, I think um, that one is a tricky one. I can't, I can't handle that one. It's unforgivable offense, Anais. You have to serve, serve, serve. The public, serve the public for that, yes. Yes, damages. Clean up a freeway. <laughs> or, 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 or learn how to do exhibits for me, yes. Yeah, yeah make it, make, remake it yourself. Some Excel. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, that is all of our scenarios. So uh, great job, Marine. Uh, you, you really uh, prepared yourself for uh, her to listen to this in the future and hold it over you, so... You did a good job of hedging your bets. She's clapping. She's clapping. Yes, good job. Good job. Good job. Yes. Good job. Good job. Um, amazing. Yes, That's it. Kevin. And, and thank you so much for having us. It was our pleasure. Oh, and sorry that so Anais also participated. <laughs> so, Emily, don't worry about it. You know, she's having fun. Um, yes, that's it. Is before we go, is there anything um, that you would want to promote or or plug before we go? I don't think I don't think so. I just, <laughs> yeah, you're you're busy, so, so I could see why you have nothing to promote. Pretty much, yes, yes. But yes, thank you so much, Rude, and uh, thank you for taking some time out of your busy, busy day to uh, to talk to me. Thank you, Kevin. Yes, thank you for pleasure. taking interest into our life. <laughs> Of course, yes, very interesting. Um, Great. All right, thank you so much for listening to Unless You Ask, and thank you to my guest, Marine, for joining me on the show. Unless You Ask is produced by Bread People Productions. You can check out everything that they're working on over at breadpeopleproductions.com. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please email me at unlessyapod at gmail.com. That's unlessyapod at gmail.com. Finally, you've made it to the very end of the episode, and this week, my nobody asked is that I do not have a LinkedIn account. 